0: You're listening to KCRW Berlin.
1: So Sometimes people tell us that uh, we are a little bit far outside, but there are two aspects to it. So first, in international terms, it's we are not far outside. It's 15 minutes from Ostkreuz. And the second one is you just need to get the people here. Because once they are here, I never heard a, a person saying, oh my God, why did I go there? Because if they are here, then they are just blown away by um, the, this fascinating building.
0: I'm Marlene Melchior, and that was Christian Block, events manager at Berliner Funkhaus, giving me a tour of the former GDR's broadcasting and recording studios. The space itself is breathtaking, and Christian took me through room by room. I asked him about the space and why it could possibly be so big.
1: All nationwide radio programs were sending from here. Um, There were up to 3,500 people working in 24-hour shifts and they had the services of a small city available. So, for example, our former office used to be a bank at those times. Then uh, the opposite room was um, a hairdresser. Uh, They had uh, saunas, they had uh, bowling facilities. There was no need for them to to leave uh, the venue for things they need in their everyday life.
0: The Funkhaus was designed by Bauhaus architect Franz Ehrlich who had during World War II been interned at a concentration camp. After the war, he designed the Funkhaus, and the place is full of historical detail. For instance, the main foyer leading to the two main recording studios.
1: There's marble in there, and those marble was taken by the Russians from Reichskanzlei.
0: Next up was a room affectionately called the pill room at Funkhaus. The ceiling looks like it has a thousand large paracetamol tablets stuck into it. And the walls are of gleaming walnut. Once inside, you feel like you've just stepped into a Cold War movie. And when I asked Christian what the room used to be used for, he said this.
1: All the high politicians of the Communist Party uh, used to have conferences in here. So Honecker and also Milke, which was head of Stasi, they all were... Uh, Uh, literally sitting on this table, what you see here.
0: But what is the fate of a property like this? What's happened to it in the last years and what's happening with it now?
1: The property was sold several times after the fall of the wall. And uh, during this process, it was uh, divided into three uh, parts. Originally, this space was 130,000 square meter big. And it was larger than BBC
0: in London. The best way to describe Funkhaus is like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory but it's more like Charlie and the Sound Factory. They have two major sound recording and concert halls built in the 50s along with a range of other fabulous studios that still have the original furnishings from the 60s. Some of the studios have a reverb sound of less than one second and the grand total of Hall 1 by today's standards is
1: 8.3 billion euros.
0: On top of all of this, they have Mornom, a 4D sound system, another massive dance area, and many top music producers and musicians now use the space for their own studio. The current owner hopes to reinvent this former place as one of Europe's top concert halls and recording studios. John Farrell, corporate events manager, had this to say about the space and what they hope to achieve with it.
1: It's all about community, right, you know, like as, as humans, you know, you, you want to share an experience, you come to a place like this and you can, you can meet like-minded individuals and, and experience something that gives, that gives you energy, but also the person beside you.
0: That was Amplified. For KCRW Berlin, I'm Marlena Melchior.